Today's podcast is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash comedy podcast network. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. everybody welcome to the sports 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 podcast i'm joel anderson i'm jordan pomaville and joining us as always is the sports outsider phil ranta hey i'm the sports outsider phil ranta that you are phil i am i'm not lying yeah jordan you're drinking caffeine i am it's I am. late at this night late it is 804 p.m i know it? you know i need a little energy for the podcast uh, yeah you know? but then you're not gonna sleep tonight i don't know i you know I find a way to fall asleep. Yeah. Oh, I understand find what you're saying. To, find a way to fall asleep. You get your hand all the way around? Opioids. Joel can't. <laughs> oh, wow. Okay. Whoa. Whoa. What? Whoa. Whoa. I've just assumed that Joel has a big penis. I cannot wrap my hand all the way around a can of Coke. Yeah, that's, that's true. Asking, all the way true. around a can of Coke. It, that's what I definitely meant by that. <laughs> I, okay, yeah. I was going to say, uh, yeah. Jordan, do you find it weird that Joel won't show us his penis? <laughs> I do. It's a little weird, right? His guy to, friends. I, I hate to pull back. His guy curtain. friends. I hate the to fact pull back that Joel curtain, won't do it. We I'm had a not, we had a listen, conversation for the podcast. Yeah. Joel will not. First of all, comedy podcast locker room. We're all in there before every show. Right. Yeah, exactly. We change. Yeah. Yeah. And you and I are not bashful when we're changing. You know, no. we're not hiding the towel around. If I come out of the shower, you guys are maybe yeah. a little Very too proud. open. While I have you're to changing. wash my balls twice because that's been in a lot. Like it's, it needs to be washed twice. Right. And, and and Joel is always Mister, you know, Mister Prude, always having yeah. the towel. He he's always bending over by his locker. Right, always he puts kind the of towel around his locker. waist and then takes his underwear off. Very weird. Yeah, Very weird. weird. Listen, we're I'm grown just, men. We you you yeah. know. Show us your dick. I yeah. don't want to show let's, you let's guys my dick. Come on. Let's I just don't see it. want to it's show you guys my dick. It's a locker room atmosphere. It's it's a sports show. Athletes uh, do this all the time. In I, the past, when I have had male friends and I showed them my dick, they suddenly started to question their sexuality. We have stories. Yeah. We have heard stories, third party, of the thickness of a Coke can. <laughs> right. The That's thickness, roughly. No, no, we have a Coke can haven't. in the room. We can compare directly. We could, we my could dick put is this. not as thick as a Coke can. <sighs> Coke bottle, probably. Please follow Joel on Twitter, ladies, <laughs> and ask him for this directly. Okay. And then share the pictures. I don't know that there are any women who listen to this podcast on a regular basis. Fair. <laughs> Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... Manziel's, put your man boobs in a Manziel today. And... Bags, this is boxes. I've taken over for bags. Buy a box today. Bags bullshit. Boxes continues to spread. Wow. So yeah. bags bags have been has been killed. Is yeah. that what happened last episode? Yeah, bags I were guess murdered. Just, I guess it's just permanently boxes. Sports, sports podcast. We have never had a drop take over another drop before. Yeah. Well, yeah. guys, Johnny Manziel's in rehab. Right. But the Browns are making some moves. Whoa. Which means this is a Josh McCown, update, watch, update. Josh McCown, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... Cows. Get a Josh McCown cow today. And... (laughs) Grocery carts. Hey, why do you need a bag or a box? Just take your groceries out to the car in a grocery cart. We had an aggressive new player in this. The Cleveland Browns last week signed Josh McCown to a three-year deal worth $14 million, $6.25 million guaranteed, and $6 million in incentives. 
which is better than typical backup money. Right. Yeah. If, they, you, if they, you were assuming that he was being signed to back up Johnny Manziel, that's not backup Josh money. Josh McCown <laughs> appears at this point to potentially be, you know, the last for a while in the long line of great, shitty Lions quarterbacks. You know, like the era of, of your but he's Scott Mitchells so places, to your though. Gus Ferrats to your Charlie Batches I don't think the, to I don't, your Joey he's, Harrington. He's played for nine teams. I don't think the Lions can claim him. No, but, I mean, he, he is a guy who started for the Lions for less than two full seasons and did a pretty terrible job. But basically, the team isn't looking at Josh McCown as a backup. They're looking at him like a bridge. Yeah. And hopefully one that is not representative of our nation's crumbling infrastructure. Huh. Yeah. But at 35 years old and on a three-year contract, McCown is closer to a Minneapolis bridge collapse than a Boston's big dig. Yikes. Oh. In uh, and, and, uh, basically, he was released by the Bucks uh, coming off of not a great year. Before that, he had uh, five good starts with the Chicago Bears in the previous okay. season. Yeah, I did. He played very capably. Uh, <laughs> That's what you want to hear about your quarterback. <laughs> he He's was very, capable. Very capable. He had two arms one could throw. McCown used <laughs> a weak free agency market and lackluster draft class to create a better market for himself. Yeah. The, the Bills, Jets, and Bears were all reportedly involved, and he cleverly used some real estate tricks of the trade. Ooh. Of what his, does that mean? Of his nine previous NFL stops, he said he's a quarterback for adventurous types. Oh. He labeled his age as old world construction. Oh, that Ooh. sounds pleasant. And concerning his 14 interceptions to 11 touchdowns last year, he remarked something about good public schools. He has, he has really put together a profile there that's going to be appealing to your average NFL team. On Zillow.com, I'd click the star. Did he say he likes Breaking Bad? You know, that was not in there. I okay. assume that he does. I like break. I imagine if he became my quarterback, maybe we could watch Breaking Bad together. Oh, that'd be fun. You could introduce him to Absolutely. it. Um, McCown is expecting to start for the Browns, and for good reason. He's just playing the odds. The Browns have started 22 quarterbacks since 1999. <laughs> Whoa. One of the only teams that has started more than the Lions. Um, however, he understands Browns fan skepticism, but he's got an answer for it. When I've been able to operate in a system that's organized and been around for a while, like I did in 2013 with the Bears, I've been able to play at a high level, said McCown, who seems to be the first quarterback ever to proudly say, yeah, I'm a system quarterback whose success is heavily dependent on scheme and the pieces around me. <laughs> so what? Yeah. Huh. At least he could admit it. Yeah. Yeah. Does, he, his, does his profile say anything about hiking? Because I like hiking, too. You know, uh, it, not so much about hiking, but says that he's an outdoorsy type. Oh, oh, that's a piece. Has he ever this, had this sex with anyone within the first hour of meeting them? I can only assume so. <laughs> that was always my favorite OK Cupid question. That was actually on the OK. Cupid. Actually, on the OK Cupid quiz. Wow. Quiz. We're really mixing the Zillow and the OK Cupid here in I a know. way that I feel uncomfortable about. <laughs> I'm sorry, Joel. That... Joel, show us your back. I'm not, I'm not going to show you my Just real quick. Just flash it. Just real quick. We won't I, even I remember. I need to hang out with you for at least an hour before I'm ready to <laughs> oh, do okay, that. Okay, that's fair. Oh, you answered no? Ugh. You're so I haven't. Okay. Um, I can't imagine I ever would. It sounds An awesome, amazing but... amount of people say yes to that question, really? by the way. An amazing amount. I, mean, I would imagine an amazing amount of liars. I have completely... Well, I only or, saw or female profiles. Liar. Really? But an amazing amount. You think any of them are rapists? I don't know, maybe. I feel like or, that's one or, of those things. Or, or, or the opposite. <laughs> yeah. Because that could also be, have you had sex in an hour of meeting someone? I guess that's called meeting. I guess. Yeah, I guess Ooh, that is. That's Ooh. a dark turn. Joel. Dark turn. Joel, Joel, show us. Come on, show us, Joel. Okay, all right. You guys want to see my dick? Yep. All right, you ready? Yep. You know what? No, you know what? No, I, I changed. You know what? No, I, I really changed my mind. I don't, I'm, we're in the middle of a podcast. Not only that, but you comedically said the word zip <laughs> and then pounded on the table. 
That That's was, not that what we my, meant, Joel. That was my comically oversized dick slamming onto the table. Ugh. McCown offers the Browns flexibility. He can be a competent starter or a backup mentor to Menzel. He also offers them a quarterback who's not a drunken party animal, but yeah. the far more accepted mid-30s addicted to narcotic painkillers athlete who just grinds it out. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. McCown also says his goal is to help Johnny grow, play well as a player, and teach him jokes that involve timing your farts with punchlines. Oh, hey, that'll give him a whole new, a whole new set of jokes. That's a repertoire you want to see. And there. again, yeah. you got to appreciate the shrewdness of, of the Cleveland front office. Of all the people that you want to pull a Crash Davis move with for your, your young budding quarterback, Josh McCown is the guy to go with. That's the one you want molding your quarterback of the future. Josh McCown. Josh McCown, update, watch, update. Josh McCown, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... Cows, get a Josh McCown cow today. And... Grocery carts. Why are you killing the environment with paper and plastic and boxes when you can get a grocery cart? And now we have to close up the Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Johnny Manziel, update, watch, update. Brought to you by... Manziel's. Put your man boobs in a Manzel today. And bags. Just kidding. It's boxes. <laughs> you don't want a bullshit grocery cart. How are you going to carry it from the inside of your car to, up to your house? That'd be ridiculous. You can't bring a grocery cart home with you. What do we got on the show today? <laughs> yeah. I believe we have the fighter who lost to uh, uh, Ronda Rousey. Kat Zingano. Kat yeah. Zingano. Yeah. Zingano. So she, uh, Zingano. It was the, the bantamweight championship for MMA. Mm-hmm. Uh, a much ballyhooed fight between two undefeated fighters. Uh, the 9-0 Kat Zingano and I think the 9-0 Ronda Rousey. Yeah. Uh, and it ended in a tap out after a mere 14 seconds. So we're going to talk to Kat a little bit about... What it's like to be an MMA fighter, what the preparation is, and uh, and what, what her fight with Ronda Rousey was. Spoiler alert. What? Joel should have said spoiler alert before that. Why? He just said the ending of the fight. <laughs> yes. Well, most people have watched yeah. the fight by now. I'm, I didn't until Joel just said that. Um, I'm sorry, Phil. Sorry. I'm sorry okay. this was ruined That's for you. That's fine. Tell you what. If you want, watch. after the show, we, we can watch it together. Joel, yeah. show me we your can penis. Watch Come on. I'm not going to show you. Okay, never. We'll watch the fight then. Do we? Have, do we have a real wide world of weird sport? You're goddamn right. We do. Is it about Joel's dick? Nope. <laughs> Lame. On the news, news, news. News, news, news on the sports, sports, sports podcast with Jordan, Joel, and Phil. News, news, news. NFL considers adding independent medical timeouts. Well, that sounds boring. Oh, so like the doctor can be like. Okay, I'm going to let you finish. <laughs> no, this sub-headline, <laughs> NHL to football fans, or to NFL, ooh, medical timeouts. You need those to change your tampons or something? <laughs> Sorry about that. We've had a lot of Molson and head injuries ourselves. Uh, <laughs> do they need it to change their tampons? <laughs> Joel, show us your day. Okay, Come this, on. This is not going to do it. Flash it quick. All right, so at this month's owners' meetings, the NFL Competition Committee is considering uh, adding a medical timeout to evaluate players who appear concussed or injured on the field while play continues. Though there was vocal opposition among those who felt this was tantamount to adding more extra points to the game. Wait, what? So, so you, it's slowing the game down. So, so the, the doctors can decide, hey, we want a timeout right now because this guy's not okay. Basically, the and people are opposed to this. They feel like oh, this is basically just another point after touchdown, which we, we don't need that anymore. Why would we need medical timeouts? To prevent concussions. 
Right. This is this is a comedy podcast. Joel, <laughs> they didn't actually compare. See, it to Joel, point we're going to be telling that. a lot of jokes today. I don't know if you understand how this works. It's going to be a lot of things that are exaggerations, or yeah, some of the character uh, bits aren't even the actual character. I was exaggerating. I was exaggerating how seriously I was taking that, guys. Uh, okay. The agents of the shield identified a few occasions where players who may have been injured remained on the field, largely because they were running the two-minute drill a no-huddle offense, mm. or because they believed they were dead and found the afterlife was depressingly similar to the Oakland Coliseum. <laughs> mm. uh, there have been a couple examples where medical timeouts may have been applicable outside the two-minute uh, situation. In the Super Bowl last month, New England Patriots receiver Julian Edelman appeared to be dazed after taking a major hit in the fourth quarter. Edelman oh, yeah. stayed in the game because he's not Rob Gronkowski and scored a touchdown. Yeah. Uh, when asked two weeks later by the New York Times if he had a brain injury... Edelman said, due to our team policy, I can't discuss that. Though what does that mean? Is well, it like the Illuminati? Well, no. See, that the New York Times actually, if you watch the full press conference, the New York Times took that quote out of context. The full quote was a little more suspicious. Okay. It was, due to our team policy, I can't quite discuss that. Durr, da, da, durr. That is out of context. When See, you, when you say it the way that it actually was, that context makes it sound like he really took a knock on the <laughs> noggin. Sure does. Yeah. Uh, Belichick has listed him as questionable in the postseason injury report. Oh, okay. So that's helpful. Yeah, that's helpful. <laughs> Belichick lists everybody as something all the time. <laughs> yeah. so. Everyone's always questionable. Yeah. yeah. Um, during the last stages of a game, no player wants to come out for any reason. And it's not always in the incentive of the coaching staff to remove a star player or a starter if he's contributing. Or even if he's not contributing, in the case of Marshawn Lynch, run the ball, Pete Carroll. Boom. Whoa. Uh, the NFL, so they're exploring the idea of expanding the authority of an independent neurologist to activate a medical timeout if warranted. So he'd be like watching the game. Yeah, he yeah. He's like, you know what? He's in that the box. guy needs to come out of the game. How would he know, though? He's not the one that took the hit. You can watch a replay. You can easily tell. You can't tell shit from a replay. It's arguably, a long shot. the person making the decision like this should not be a person who was just hit in the head. Well, it should be. Ready to go out in a limb. Here's what it? I say, right? Put micro sensors inside of everybody's bloodstream, okay. and then you can actually see how much like their heartbeat increases, how much pain sensory stuff is going through their nerves. That's how you tell. You're talking about nanotech. Nanotech. I like where your head's at. Thank you. <laughs> So how long does it determine, though, if you were to have, to have the player come out, how long does it determine if they had a head injury? 60 seconds. No. Okay. No, it turns out it's kind of a while because according to Roger Goodell, the brain has, quote, a lot going on in there. <laughs> Fair. Fair. Um, there's, a, there's a widely accepted tool that they use for head injuries, and basically there's a short checklist they can do in about 60 seconds, but really the more intricate checklist takes 7 to 10 minutes. Okay. Ooh. So it's one of those things. It's a little tough. And I actually have the the scat three here. Whoa, Whoa. you do have a scat three. Are we Beep, about to find out if Bill, have, uh, Bill has a concussion? Yeah. Best, okay. best eye response. No eye opening. Eye opening in response to pain. Eye opening to speech. Eyes opening sim spontaneously. Phil, My open your eyes. My eyes are open. They're just, just wide They're open. They're just regularly Hang open. Hang on. Eye opening in response to pain. Fuck you. Show me your dick. <laughs> uh, best verbal response. It's There's no verbal response. That's a yeah. one. Incomprehensible okay. sounds. That's two. Inappropriate words. That's three. Confused is four. And oriented 
is five. You want me to just say something? Uh, yeah. I'm, uh, go fuck yourself. That's, that's, inappropriate. that's inappropriate. That's yeah. inappropriate. Wait, what? I'd call that confused. That's just how I talk regularly. Real quick, let's take your Maddox score. Okay. What venue are we at today? Uh, Los Angeles? We're in the greater Los Angeles area. We were looking for the comedy podcast studio. That's a zero. That's yeah. a zero. That's kind of a garage. Which half is it now? What half is it Which now? Which half is it now? Uh, second half. No, we're in the uh, first half. That's another zero. zero. News, 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 Phil. Who scored, oh, okay. who scored last in this match? In this match? Yeah. I think Joel's the last one that scored, <laughs> yeah. right? He, he was telling get stories. that one right. Boom. Yeah, there That's go. a one. Show and me your dick. <laughs> what team did you play last week? Last week? Yeah. Uh, I don't have I don't have an answer for that. I didn't play That's a team last zero. week. Yeah. Did yeah. your team win the last game? Uh... I would think so. I'm pretty good yeah, at it's life. Definitely wrong. Yeah. Yeah. No, it, it's this is this is a validated score. You might have a sideline concussion here. We can't use this for a you know a diagnosis. Here's the thing. Hey, Jordan. Jordan. Here's the thing. Uh, uh, Phil's actually really important to the podcast. So I mean, oh, thanks, guys. I know, but I mean, I, I have I, the I have the concussion thing right but here. But we can't we can't pull him out of the podcast, okay? And not in a crucial moment I like this. I got ordained with a medical degree online. Okay, I, but no, I do but, get punched in the head every morning. Listen, Is that what I you guys are talking about? What, what's the harm to just letting Phil finish the podcast? I don't. Okay? I, just, I don't. I don't He'll be fine. I don't okay. I have lots of loopy he... jokes that only a crazy <laughs> person would tell. You're gonna make Phil sit out of the podcast. Phil wants to be in the podcast. Look at him. He's got the desire to be in the podcast. Phil, do you want to be here today? Yes. Dragon Jordan, I'm sold. Yeah, so Phil, Phil finished, and he probably won't get another concussion during the recording of the podcast. I would, I would hope not. You're yeah. listening to WTF with Mark Marin. How are you doing? That's, Are we okay? That's great, Phil. I don't. Yep. I'm, I have a lot of reservations about this. No, 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 no. He's fine. No Jordan, reservations. He's, he's fine. Anthony Bourdain. Perfectly okay. It's, dude, Phil. Seriously, come on, man. Joining us now on the podcast is Kat Zingano, the bantamweight. Is that correct? Bantamweight, correct. Bantamweight champion. Very proper lady. Hello. Yes. It's it's great to have you on. It's great to have a. You know, we don't get Please a lot of. Call me Cat, guys. Oh, well, we were okay. going to call you that, Cat. It's, yep. it's great to be here on the show. I appreciate it, Miss Zingano. Um, we rarely get the chance to have a female uh, athlete on the show. Yeah, it's true. And uh, you I know, I've noticed that. Is it that you don't get the chance, or that you just don't do it? Uh, we, we try to as much as possible because, uh, hashtag yes, all women. Um, I mean, we are regularly on this podcast with a guy named Joel who has a large penis that women apparently like. And so we really apparently love, love. I don't know that that's true about Joel, but okay. That's fair. But let me ask you a question. You were, um, so you were just in a bout and, uh, I was absolutely. It was the, the, um, the, the bantamweight championship for MMA yeah. is my 10th You went fight. in undefeated. I was undefeated, and unfortunately, I gave it my best effort, and it did not no, work out. You didn't win. Time. I would love to hear, though, like, what what did you do to prepare for, like, what did you prepare? Like, it's, you well, were going, it's been the biggest a match of your life. preparation. I mean, yeah. uh, I started doing Brazilian jiu-jitsu in 2007. Wow. How is, how is that different from normal jiu-jitsu? Uh, more booty shaking. It's, it's really it, it it it's jujitsu was a a Japanese art form, and it really it it 
gained popularity in Brazil. Okay. okay. So it's really just, it's mostly normal jujitsu. Bikinis, beaches. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. Fun, the conga line. Yeah, the conga line. But so I, I, I learned that uh, in 2007, and so obviously that was eight years ago. For eight years, I have been honing my talents, uh, all of it really driving to this one moment when I got my title shot. And you were going against someone who was also undefeated. Absolutely. So it was just, it was a culmination of eight long, hard years of work. Mm. And it was over in... 14 seconds. Well, let's just hear a little bit about what your where your head was at when you were doing Before the, the game. Man, you're looking right. at her. What are yeah. you thinking? When yeah, you look, at, look at okay, Rowdy, well, Rowdy Ronda, as, right? As we're going into it, I was looking at her, and I, all I could think to myself was that, that Ronda Rousey is obviously well known for the armbar. Right. That's her right. move. Yep, right. Uh, uh, tap it or snap it is, is her motto, okay? Yeah. Oh, it's tap that arm. Snap it. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So we had spent... My dating life, too. <laughs> the previous... Not true. That's crude. It's crude. I'm sorry. I'm used to it being I, all guy I, podcast. I'm not I used was going to say, I, from what I understand, it, Joel's dick can both tap it and snap it. <laughs> At the same At time, the same it's time. so large. Yeah, that's true. I really, I really wish that you guys would... I'm, okay, I'm, I'm sorry. We're being serious rude. conversation We're being athletics here. Where was right. your hat at when you One were One of the first playing? times you have a female athlete on, and, and, and this is the sort of talk that We've you We've had female athletes on, okay. in fairness. All right. Well, as I was saying, it's been a solid six or seven months of daily training. Daily training. I've watched a lot of tape, all in preparation to avoid the armbar. I knew that's what Ronda Rousey wanted to do, and all that I did was prepare to take that away from her. Well, what happened? Well, uh, okay, so if we want to break it down. Break it down. Let's please, break it down. So what, what happened is that she did put me in an armbar. So, right, well, it happened before that. Right, we're trying to get out of there. Ding, ding, right. ding. The bell rings, and I decided I wanted to go in aggressively. Okay. Sort of rock her back on her heels so that she couldn't put me into an armbar. I was going to control the pace of the fight. So I went at her, and I tried to get her with a knee right out of the gate. So what are we at, oh. like second three? So seconds one through about four. Okay. Charge, throw the knee. It's a okay. slow knee. Four-second knee? Jeez. I did, I did make contact with the knee, but she sort of stepped back, and she got a hold of me, and she took me to the ground. Okay, so okay. seconds five through seven. That's so, the first step of an armbar. Right. Bad news. Wow. But, but we had also prepared. We had assumed that at some point I was probably going to get taken to the ground. So I immediately started leveraging for position so that I could avoid the arm bar. Again, the signature move of Miss Rousey, obviously what she was going to go through. But so, she, I, I saw the match. seven through ten, I'm, I'm desperately writhing around trying to avoid getting put into an arm bar and avoiding that. But then she grabbed your arm. Yes, she grabs my arm in okay. second eleven. In second 12, she puts me into an arm bar. In second 13, she starts to apply pressure. And in second 14, I, I tapped out. Well, let me, let's get into your head a little bit. Yeah. If you were preparing for an arm bar and she grabs your arm and puts you in an arm bar, what was your plan to get out of the arm my, bar? My, my plan, but yank it back. Right. You got to get take, that arm out of her arm. Don't take arms. that arm. Uh, take well, it away. that is the thing. There's really no getting out of an arm bar. Well, don't get in it in the first place, That Pat. was sort of my plan. Yeah, I mean, you were undefeated going into this. That was your first yes, defeat. Yes, I had successfully managed to avoid an arm bar in all of my first nine matches. But not Rowdy Ronda's. Yes, not Rowdy Ronda's arm bar. I feel like you're getting very agitated. I'm I getting a little agitated, yes. Okay. Well, that, in Listen, that case, you go in there and try not getting in an armbar, okay? I mean, I've, I've never been in an armbar in my life, so I've made my whole life. I've been in exactly one. Yeah. Well, let me put it this way. I don't want you to feel bad leaving this podcast, so I'm just going to word it this way. If you were trying to avoid an armbar, why did you let yourself get into an armbar? I mean, it seems like 
that's or, the and, one thing you were trying to avoid, yeah. right? Okay, I... Do you ever think about putting your arms behind your back and just right, going and just at it with kicking, your legs? Just kicking, you know? I mean, the thought but that came up during training. It did come up. That's good. <laughs> so, so you did no think arms, about it. The no arm was bar. that that would be like a ridiculous overcompensation in that I would get punched in the face a lot if I did that. Well, do, you think, do you think if you got punched in the face like that and you had your arm behind your back, you think the fight might have lasted longer than 14 seconds? It probably lasted a little yeah. bit longer if I had simply put my arms behind my back and, and allowed her to pummel me in the face repeatedly. Well, no, maybe you would have kicked her in the goodnight button. She would have gone out. Been, could be. She would have gone to sleep. Yes. In retrospect, clearly, I would have only improved my chances. You would have improved your chances. Listen, I would have improved my chances by amputating both of my arms before the fight. Did you ever consider outcome. amputating both of your arms? your trainer ever suggested? No, we, we talked about it briefly, but again, we felt like it was a ridiculous overcompensation and that all of the work that we were putting in to avoid the armbar was all that was going to be necessary. Well, that was incorrect. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously, in retrospect, it was. Look, I'm sorry that you got your first loss. I'm what I will say is, is this not the end of the world. I think that what you just need to do is go back to the gym and this time really think about training to avoid the armbar. I did, I did yes. train to avoid no, the armbar. I arm mean, bar. like, really, it's like... It's Ronda Rousey's real. signature move! Right. Yeah, she's, she put it into me in second 14! She almost snapped it. It takes... It, listen, I'm... I'm going to go. You're yeah. going to go? Well, I'm just, sorry. Well, I'm just a little This was slated this. to be a 45-minute interview. I saw I saw it. And you're, <laughs> so you're already <laughs> tapping out of this you're interview. You're tapping out of the interview. <laughs> yeah, well, I had prepared myself. Did we put before, you into a verbal armbar? I prepared myself beforehand to be ready to talk about the armbar. For 45 minutes. Yeah, that was and it's we, just. I, it's what Gene. I just, I now we're running out of juice. that I put into the interview, I was not completely ready. So I think I'm just going to go outside. The other podcaster, Joel Anderson, was out there. And I think more notable than anything else. Don't you dare look at his dick. I'm not going to look at his don't, dick. Don't, don't do it. He's, See, he's what being I found very, notable, very what modest I about it right now. I found notable about that was, was his, sense of, his sense of humor. I thought he was particularly funny more than anything no else. No ladies like Joel because of his sense of humor. <laughs> they know what they want from Disagree. him. Disagree. Disagree. All right. Well, thank you so much. Have fun yeah. on your date with Joel. Okay. For you, the listeners of Sports 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 Podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. I personally recommend a wonderful book called The Hunger Games by Suzanne Collins. Joel saw the movie. He said that it was okay. To download your free audiobook today, go to audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash comedypodcastnetwork for your free audiobook. And now it's time for another wide world of Weird Sports! Wide world of weird sports. What do we got this week? This week's wide world of weird sports, Snoopy's Silly Sports Spectacular. Huh? Snoopy's Silly Sports Spectacular. Snoopy's Silly Sports Spectacular. You said that, and all it sounded to me was like wah 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 wah. Good one. Yeah, you guys. That was a Charlie Brown reference. Yep. <laughs> God. Snoopy Snoopy Silly Sports Spectacular, known in Japan as Donald Duck. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Just Donald That's Duck. <laughs> yeah. What do they call Donald Duck in Japan? Yep. And based on the <laughs> British home computer game. 
alternative world games. Right. Obviously, uh, that one that we're all aware of. Yep. Is a child-oriented sports game that was released by Chemco for the Nintendo Entertainment System on September 26th, 22nd, 1988. Uh, okay. This has the makings of another example of the sports outsider couching couching something that's really like uh, something that he knows as sports when it's not actually sports. This is why it's sports related. Uh, 1988 is when it was released in Japan. Yeah. March of 1990 is when it was released in North America. Okay. That's the kind of weird factoids you learn from listening to Wide World of Weird Sports. Okay. Okay. This video game is a collection of six events that uses various characters from the Peanuts series, Donald Duck in the Japanese version. <laughs> <laughs> it's called Donald well, Duck, yet they use right. Woodstock, Snoopy, Charlie Brown. No, it's not no like they, they the, the bad Duck. guys are all Donald Duck in the Japanese version. Different Peanuts characters are the bad guys in the Peanuts one. The Peanuts as opponents. are bad guys? Yeah. Donald Duck I can kind of see. He's been the bad he's been the heel in some cartoons. But... Well, you're you're just the main character and then right. all of the people you're competing against are Peanuts oh. characters or a bunch of Donald Duck. <laughs> one or the other. This is this is ridiculous. What? This is weird, Chief <laughs> Joel? This is utterly absurd. Oh, show me your deck. I, okay, uh, events include boot throwing, which is similar to hammer throwing. Uh, yeah. Pizza balancing. Is there a which is equivalent to... to... Nope, no equivalent to. It's just pizza balancing. You try <laughs> to balance the pizza. You move side to side to make sure the pizza balances. Silly us. And sack racing, which is similar to sack racing. Right. Yeah. In the background, landmarks uniquely e unique to Italy are shown, like the Leaning Tower of Pisa. Okay. This is all taking place in <laughs> Italy. <laughs> this this great sports event, yeah. this triathlon, because I think three events you said? Or no, there's six events. All right. Sep we've we've only gotten three of the juicy ones. All right. Yeah. It, it takes place in Italy. Yep. And you're competing against, depending, the characters from Snoopy or several different Donald Duck. <laughs> right. And <laughs> it was popularized in Japan or North America. Okay. Okay, glad we got all caught up on that one. Uh, in the background landmarks, uh, we already said that. Uh, the structures using Roman architecture like the Colosseum are shown while the player competes in the six events. Playing the river jump event requires impeccable timing. Like in the long jump event in the track and field game, Dewey in the Donald Duck version Always pushes the lagging player ahead of the leader, allowing him to catch up. So it's like Tecmo Super Bowl, where whoever's in first gets uh, a penalty. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yep. The majority of the game seems to uh, be ported from the Commodore 64 video game, Alternative World Games, by Gremlin. I'm Very sorry. Nice. I'm still really caught up in the fact that it's Peanuts characters. Or Donald Duck characters. That, again, that I completely get. Peanuts characters, though, like, they're in this, like, weird, dry comic strip that's never actually funny. Like, they just don't... I can't imagine oh, turning whoa. them into... Oh, whoa, Joel. I have never once laughed at Peanuts. No one has ever laughed at a Peanuts. Yeah. yeah. But dry? <laughs> um, they're, they're dry, much like actual peanuts joel let me tell you a little bit about sales and intellectual property so <laughs> when you actually have something that resonates with people right away you have a higher chance for a point of sale because even people who find 
Snoopy games I, pleasant will I be more likely to buy it. Than understand that. It's Do the, you? It's the resonating that I'm saying I don't understand. Okay, okay. I, I the peanuts, like the peanuts movies, were always really good. The animated ones, those I could kind of get behind, but uh, not the live action ones. No, but there was a live action one. No, you just specified the animated ones. Yeah, it was super <laughs> weird the way you said that. Uh, the graphics in the game tend to flicker, while the color palette uh, can be weird for certain events in the game. For example, the Japanese version had Donald Duck developing green skin. Or his trademark blue hat suddenly becoming black. That is strange. There was glitches. Maybe it was some sort of black hat. What a hat. weird sport. <laughs> black hat hacker. Yeah. My, hey, there we go. Yeah, yeah. yeah, using a little bit of computer puns. Um, after the release of the family computer disc system title, Roger Rabbit, Kemco still had the rights to release Disney-based video games in Japan. Well, Who Framed Roger Rabbit license expired, making them choose Donald Duck and releasing a video game starring him in Japan. So they had the rights to Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Yep. The game was Snoopy, but they had to go to something. They still had Disney, so they like Donald Duck, clearly. Right. That's why they had to do it. They were going to use... What a, what a, what a <laughs> brilliant workaround in a, in a weird situation. I feel like I yep. need to play this. Can you, can you get this video game, Phil, so that we can play it in your S- NES? You're uh, one of the only people I know with such a system. Th- look, I'm going to level with you guys. This is illegal, but I use an emulator so I can download any game I want. Oh, we should totally play this game. We should. Ooh, that, that could be a, a boner sode. And that brings an end to another wide world of weird sports. Oh, Joe mentions penis again. Why is he not talking about his penis all the time? Citizens of Podcast Town and Joel's Dick, this brings to the end another sports, sports, sports podcast. Before we go. Joel's Dick would like to give you our contact information. You can email us at sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. Whoa, I'm big and girthy. That's sports, sports, sports podcast at gmail.com. Um, ah, you can find us on a sponsor, Sue.co. That's TSU.co slash what's the number three podcast. That's TSU.co slash what's the number three podcast. Hey, you know what? If you sign up through that, it's the only social media site that pays you to post. And if you sign up through that link, Sports 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 Podcast gets a little something too, and maybe some little trickle down Joel's pants, and I'll get a taste. You can also find us at twitter.com slash sports the number three podcast. While you're there, you can see all of our japes and jibes about hilarious things. Like, uh, things that are going on outside of the pants, which I get to see occasionally because I stick out under the long basketball shorts unless they go past the knee, in which case I have to strain real hard through my one eye. Uh, I'm gonna go back, crawl back inside my Red Bull can, which I fit into perfectly. Goodbye! There's no smoking in here. I just want to make that clear, Joel's penis. There's yeah. no smoking. <laughs> There's no smoking. But my urethra is perfect cigarette size. Hey, guys, can I take this microphone out of my pants now? <laughs> sure, Joel. I can't, why you can't take the microphone away from me? <laughs> just, just shut up. Hey, guys. you said last night. Hey, I know what I said last night. Hey, guys. You guys knew Chris, Chris Humphreys apparently has an enormous penis? Really? Yeah. Lights off.
have received this transmission from the Comedy Podcast Network. For more shows, visit comedypodcastnetwork.com.